Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about the Suicide Squad. Uh, there's going to be a ton of spoilers. You can't really talk about this movie without spoiling it. I have Eric, the casual gamer here, so it's going to be a fun one. But I want to remind you, we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Accessories, where you can save 15% off your first order using the code It Just Works Pod in all caps. Once again, that is It Just Works Pod in all caps. Thank you, Forever Grips Gaming, for sponsoring the show. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and engage in the posts, questionnaires, or polls I do on there, as well as sharing uh, the account with any of your friends. If anyone you think is interested in the podcast or the Instagram page, uh, you know, send it their way. That is at It Just Works Podcast. Once again, is at It Just Works Podcast. That's enough for me, so let's go ahead and cue that intro. talk about the suicide squad but before we do that let's introduce our guest eric the casual gamers back again how you doing man hello good sir thank you for having me yet again on this wonderful podcast i appreciate you reaching out to me and attending the movies with me yesterday that was awesome uh before we get into the movie uh what video games have you played this week because you know we got the ascent the ascent we should get on it so that we can play it I played about 10, 15 minutes, and I was pretty hooked. Uh, it's a different style of gameplay for me. Um, the graphics are fucking insane to me. I mean, I could, I could imagine if I had an even better setup, it would be, it should look really good. And with what I've got, it looks really good. It's fun. Um, the guns are cool. I mean, just the gameplay. I, and again, I haven't got too far, but just from what I've already done, I'm kind of into it. And then just uh, nice. Apex. Apex Legends. Uh, picked okay. up some new Nintendo 64 complete in box games and just preparing to move, Ryan. That is it. How about yourself? Uh, I was playing Super Mario Odyssey last night because I rebought it during the week. Uh, I played the first world and then I got to the sand world. So I'm pretty early on, but I forgot how good the game is. Um, pretty excited to play it. Uh, it's just very, very fun. I've been playing a ton of Apex, a shit ton. I've gone from silver all the way to gold two as my last match. Uh, just been having crazy games. I still think the ranking system sucks ass. I think it's bullshit that like you can only earn ranked points up to six kills. I'm getting more than six kills almost every single game, and I just think it's dumb. Uh, no offense to the player, but I was even telling him as you know, I was playing with a random player. He got three kills, three hundred damage. We won the match. And I had like 3,000 plus damage, I think 12 kills. And he, me and him still got the same amount of points for winning the match. And I just think that's like utter bullshit. And it's the reason why it's frustrating is I feel like it just promotes camping. It promotes just sitting still. And it's not even playing defensively. It's like hiding in the corner until you get top five, top three. And uh, mm. I just I just think it's ridiculous. I don't know how 
this is acceptable. I don't know how like the community hasn't completely just turned their back on a uh, respawn for this because after gold, like ranked isn't about newer players anymore. So I feel like the reason why they have their system is to not make it terrifying for new players. But once you hit a certain level, it's like, you're not, you're not a new player anymore. If you got there. Um, and I just, I just feel like the skill gap doesn't matter if you just hide. And I, I think yeah, that's that so stupid. Really frustrating. It is because so many seasons, and I know it's just a dumb dive trail and a badge, but I would love to be like a higher rank than platinum, but it just doesn't seem worth it when people just hide. And then I get third partied. I don't know. It's a whole thing, but it's been fun. Uh, I've been playing Mario golf. Uh, they just released a new map with it's the new Donk city from super Mario odyssey. So I was banking shots off buildings and that was pretty badass. Uh, that's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I still think I need to get golf. Mario golf. Yeah, you should. It's so fun to play online with friends. It's just, uh, it's a good time. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so we're here to talk about the Suicide Squad, uh, DC's uh, first big film of the year. Uh, I think it's their only one this year, and then next year's Batman. Um, well, 1984 came out this year. Wonder Woman. They did. Oh no, no, no! You're right. It was December no, last, last year. year. Gosh, we've already gone that far. Don't worry, it's incredibly forgettable. So that's true. I didn't finish it anyway. So. I wanted to start off with the trailers and, and your thoughts going into the film before you watched it, of course. Uh, like, what were you kind of expecting before we saw it yesterday? Uh, I don't know what I was. Ex- well, I kind of was expecting what I got, which was just a James Gunn movie, because I think we've all watched a lot of his movies and know what to expect, especially from just coming off of Guardians. And then... Um, the trailers had me hooked right off the bat because I'll tell you right now, Suicide Squad, David Ayer's Suicide Squad from whatever was it, 2016, 2017. Uh, not, not good. Um, it had potential. It had potential, but it was not good. And so this one right off the bat, I think you and I saw the trailer together too, or we shared it or something like that. But it was very good. It caught my attention. Random characters that just look like straight up James Gunn's mind in, um, and that's what I was like, okay, no, we got to go see it. So, and I definitely wanted to see it in the theaters, which we did. So I was happy about that. Yeah. I was happy to see it in theaters again. Uh, pretty much like you said though, like once that first trailer came out, knowing that James Gunn is behind it, I was immediately sold on the movie. Uh, so there's a great cast of actors and actresses in it. It's just, uh, it's just a really well-rounded movie with a great cast, great writing. Um, there's obviously plot holes in it, but I'm not really concerned with that. I wasn't watching it. Yeah, but I don't think we're watching exactly. I don't think we're, we're watching, watching it to take it. serious. So yeah, and um, I think that's and and I'm a sucker for any movie that's got like 10, 20 actors in it that are doing. Even if you know, I did. We can get into that later, but um, you know. I'm definitely like Ocean's Eleven and, you know, those those types of movies where there's like the all-star kind of... Yeah, the Expendables, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, Expendables, just, yeah. Just something to... I, I just think those are a lot, a lot of fun. Um, those movies are a lot of fun, so... Yeah, it looks like they had a lot of fun filming the movie, too. Um, <laughs> it's just... 
it's just crazy, man. It's, uh, it was it, it was exactly what I expected uh, in terms of like who dies, um, pretty much the ending. Like, it's pretty crazy, though, how like you start with probably like 20 people and then the movie's left with like four or something like that. Like it's five. Well, technically five. He's still. Oh, alive. no. Yeah. 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 So, um, it, you know, I just. Uh, it's weird because I think the movie's really different, but in reality, it's not. It's just, uh, it just felt different for whatever reason to me, and, and in a good way, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of humor, and not not even Marvel humor. It's just just humor. Like we, you know, I think we can finally yeah. stop saying Marvel humor because it just felt like natural humor. And I, I thought King Shark was fucking just perfect mm-hmm. with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I just uh, the casting is just solid, man. I mean, even Ratcatcher, like a character you wouldn't even think you'd give two shits about. Like I thought she was amazing, a yeah. really cool character, and uh, you know her and Sebastian are probably my favorite characters in the film. The Sebastian's her little rat companion. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know Idris Elba as Bloodshot. Uh, that was way more badass than I actually thought it would be because Idris Elba just yeah. You know, you can never tell with his acting. He's not a bad actor. It's just you never tell what angle they're going for. Like, back uh, jackass that's going to betray them. Good guy. In this one, he's the black John McClane. <laughs> he's a disgruntled person, but he's actually a really good guy. I don't know. It's uh, kind of weird, but I love the way they went with him. Uh, his helmet's badass. Pretty much ripped straight from the comics. Um, so that was pretty cool. I can't yeah. tell if you want to say something because your fucking screen's frozen. So that's why I didn't want it frozen. <laughs> oh, my bad, dude. Um, <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I agree. The casting was great um, all around. I mean, I don't think, you know, there was a couple exceptions I would have rather not had. I guess we're getting the spoilers now, but a couple of the characters not die so quickly. I'm okay with them dying because I think it serves the story. And if you've got like 20 characters, you know, there's not enough time and room um and that's the whole point of this suicide squad right but there w- it would have been cool i think to have a couple of the characters do last a little bit longer than what happened but i still liked it still did fine you know yeah i would still give the movie like a, a nine out of ten you know what i mean like for sure it was still what i wanted to see so no problems there but um just a little should- i guess critiques you should browse on your phone's data instead of the web browser. That might help your computer. Um, yeah, well, you think like Nathan Fillion's TDK, you know, the, de- the detachable kid, very dumb character, amazing actor. Um, but I'm glad that he died right away because there's, yeah, there's definitely nothing I care to see built there in terms of character development. Um, mm-hmm. The orange chick. Um, <laughs> I don't even know her name. The Australian I'm... guy. Don't know him either. Glad he died. Uh, Michael Rooker's no, oh, didn't didn't Harley say the other guy had an Australian accent? No, I know Captain Boomerang is Captain Boomerang. Australian. I, I don't know either. Michael Rooker's character was like filmed too much because he did absolutely nothing. Like I feel like he got too much screen time for the few seconds he was in it. Yeah, uh, I think, uh, Pete Davidson got fucking annihilated. <laughs> Damn, his face disappeared real quick. I thought that shit was funny. Yeah, um, it was it was cool that they died right away. In a sense, I mean, I love how the opening credits went back to their deaths and just showed everyone like their bodies again. 
Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then Weasel uh, drowned. And then <laughs> at the end of the movie, or at the end of the movie, came back. You know, he was able to start mm-hmm. breathing in. He technically drowned. He's fucking sitting there dead. But then he came back. Um, but yeah, so in terms of characters, like, who do you think was probably your favorite character? Um, I don't know, man. It's kind of a toss-up. I mean, I think King Shark was definitely, like, the standout character. Just because he was cool and he's funny. And, um, but I, I think uh, I like... I don't know, man. I kind of like them all. I like Peacemaker. I like Harley Polka Quinn. Dot man. Polka Dot Man was cool. David, I can't remember his last name, how to say it, but I do like him. Um, that shit was funny with his mom. <laughs> um, I think if I had to pick one, I would say it would be a toss-up between maybe like King Shark, Peacemaker, and uh, Blood Sport Shot. Um, I keep wanting to say Dead Shot. It's Blood Sport. I keep wanting to mix them. I, I think he said Blood Shot, too. <laughs> I did, but uh, I meant Bloodsport. Um, yeah, I like Ratcatcher the most. Um, the reason why I didn't I like- choose King Shark is because I already knew King Shark was going to be good. He made Groot a very likable character, so it's not really that surprising to me. And I mean, absolutely, obviously, no offense to you know Sylvester Stallone and the writers and the guy who played the anim- you know the anime the mocap for King Shark. Steve it's just uh, it's not really that surprising. That's all. Um, it's James Gunn. He knows how to make those type of characters basically perfect. Even Weasel in his short, you know, time with uh, uh, Sean Gunn playing him in the mocap, um, you know, was basically amazing as Weasel. So that's not really surprising. Uh, Peacemaker was fucking perfect. John Cena. It's funny you kind of leaned over while we we're watching the movie. You're saying, isn't his acting way better in here than Fast Fast Nine? And the answer is yes. John Cena's acting as Peacemaker was flawless compared to his character uh, in the Fast Nine movie, but also yeah, shows Tom's like brother. a different di- different writers and different directors. Uh, they you know actually had to take care of their actors, I guess, because uh, Fast Fucking Saga is utter dog shit. Uh, yeah. Rick Flag, Rick Flag was amazing. Really sad he died. Um, yeah, I mean they're all they're all they're all just really really good characters. It was hard to pick one, um, even the ones that died in the beginning. Uh, like you said, though, we all we also were pretty shocked that Captain Boomerang died right away. Um, I was a little shocked by that. Yeah, for sure. It was cool the way they killed him. You know, it wasn't like he got some stupid death or whatever. Um, but just I just I guess I assumed because he was in the first or the not the first i guess the david ayer one and then they brought a couple characters over i thought he would probably either last the whole movie or um longer than he did so i was a little surprised yeah before we move on to the plot uh i want to talk about harley quinn what did you think of her because a part of me thinks she's really annoying but as the movie kept going i really really enjoyed marco robbie's performance again as harley quinn yeah um, <clears throat> I mean, I like Margot Robbie. I like her doing the Harley Quinn. I mean, as much as she's done already. Um, I think it, I think sometimes it's because, like, I remember watching like the Batman cartoons and I, it made sense, but at the same time, it was a cartoon and I was younger. So her little quips and her, um, 
you know, the way that she is kind of made sense. So it's hard, I think, sometimes to see it as a person in a movie, live action movie. But yeah, I mean, I still enjoyed it. There was no like I'm not saying there's a problem with how or what she did. Uh, I think just for me, it's just a little um, tough to to get into it again, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, I think she does a great job. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just for some reason really tough to sit there and watch it. I I don't know why. Um, it's just one of those things, I guess. But I, I could see that too, though. Where like, yeah, just because her character was portrayed like this in the uh, cartoons doesn't necessarily mean you have to uh, one for one try to make her sound like her. Um, that's kind of. A I think too, and then again with the thought. David Ayer one. Um, I don't think she was, they didn't highlight, but it's again, a different director and James Gunn would do it that way. You know, when she's like going through the, uh, the hallway after she's getting out of the building um, and just like all the animation and stuff like that's what would be going through her mind. Um, so that was a little different too, versus like David Ayers. I don't think his had any type of thing like that. I mean, she was kind of the same character, but James Gunn brought out that other like what's kind of going on in her mind, what she sees type thing while she's fighting and this and that. Yeah. So just a different style, different director, obviously. So um, it makes more sense that James Gunn would do it that way because it's James Gunn. But again, I didn't have a problem with it. It's just something to get used to as you start watching it because I've only, I'm not a huge DC person, nor has she been in that many things. I mean, like three, four movies now. And well, then uh, I think the character was introduced in cartoons. She wasn't even a comic book character. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I don't know. But no, I mean, it, I still had no problem with it. Well, before we move on to plot two, I also forgot Amanda Waller, who's kind of a bitch. Um, she was a bitch in the first one, but this one, she was core of a bitch. Yeah. yeah, she's cold as fuck. And I like it. That's how she like, is. Yeah. Uh, the actress, I unfortunately didn't look up Viola her name. Davis. She's, is that her? It is her, right? But she, I guess her hair was way different in the first one. It's just, I know it's the same actress. I just, uh, I don't know. She's, I, maybe her being so cold, maybe you think it was a different actress, but uh, she's extremely talented and I think delivers that very well, uh, her character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what did you think yeah, of the plot? Oh, you have anything else? No, no, no. I was just gonna say she's ruthless, but it's it works, and that's how the character is, and and I like her doing it. So, the plot, um, I it didn't need much plot. I don't think it had too much plot. Um, I kind of liked how you didn't know enough till you got to a certain point. Um, but I was okay with it. I, I mean, it's just one of those. You know, Britain asked me how it was, and I said, "Well, it's one of it was good. It's a good." It's good, but stupid, but very good. So it's just like, you know, you, I don't know what people would go in and expect, expect from this type, type of movie. Well, but again, it's fun. Was very good. And it's fun. Um, but the plot was fine. You know, uh, the movie wants felt, to be fun and not push any boundaries. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what it did. And I, and I also think that they actually focused, this one was real focused on the characters like it should be, not like, 
the plot or the villains or the giant fucking star monster, Starro. You know what I mean? It was really focused on all the characters. And I think that's why someone that, like you said, I wouldn't give two craps about, uh, Ratcatcher 2, I thoroughly enjoyed her as the actress and then the character. Yeah. So, it, like I said, it was all good. The, the plot was good enough to, to carry the movie and keep it going. But I think the characters and the cast carry everything. So yeah, speaking of the characters in the cast, we actually forgot to name the he- the true hero of the film, uh, fucking Milton. Um, I'm really sad they killed him. You know, um, <laughs> dude, it's so funny how they just completely stopped what they were doing. They stopped the entire movie to go. Milton's dead. And uh, as you guys watch the film, if you haven't seen it yet, and if you're still listening because we said spoilers, uh, there's a guy, literally a driver, a local from the the country they're in uh the island they're on um <clears throat> he's literally just helping them driving them around to the tower that they have to go to the Jotunheim, to blow it up well milton for whatever reason is with them helping them plant explosives and then he dies in the office section part of the building and polka dot man's like dude they fucking killed milton and harley <laughs> quinn's like who's milton and then idris elba's like there's no milton i don't know who he's talking about and they literally have like a sidebar conversation about it and Oh man, I had a different favorite scene, but that also is like a really good favorite scene. Um, I thought that shit was funny. I love it when they do that, just random characters. And then like you and me were laughing when they did the slow-mo walk through the rain and Milton's there again, mm-hmm. just walking with them as a group. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. It reminded me so much of uh, Deadpool 2 with the uh, that guy, uh, the guy with the glasses and stuff. I forgot his name. Pete. Oh, Pete, yeah. He died. Um, they all died. But, yeah, they did actually, right? Fucking mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Oh my god, I just thought about something right now. Can we? We have to talk about Deadpool too, real quick, because I just thought about something. So Brad. Oh no, it's Kevin Bacon. He played the the invisible guy. Hollow man. Oh, <laughs> you already knew what I was thinking before I said it. You're like, this guy is fucking stupid. Anyways, back to Suicide <laughs> Squad. <laughs> wow. That's that's quite the reference that didn't work out. Um, what'd you think of uh, Starro the Destroyer? Uh, he's just a creature that was captured by the U.S. and uh, held against his will, and he just wanted to be free. Yeah, it's pretty so, crazy how like it didn't need to even. Um, I don't know if it's like that in the comics, but it was pretty cool the way they showed it in the uh, um, in the movie. He just he literally just wanted to be free and. He they captured him and tortured him, so it's like, damn, dude, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but again, it was cool. I mean, you know, it served yeah, the, he's very cool. the story. Yeah, um, I liked the, the little stars and kind of what they did, how he could talk through the humans that are the hosts from the right. little stars that he spewed out. Um, but again, it served the story properly, and they came together and blah blah blah. And, yeah, it's like the perfect villain for Suicide Squad. Yeah, right. Just like giant star alien. Yeah, like just as ridiculous as the movie itself. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I think my problem. We'll have to see how it is for like the next two weeks. I just feel like people won't appreciate this movie. Like they no. might go into it thinking it's supposed to be more serious or it's supposed to be like. Ele- or uh you know like making the dcu move forward like it's not trying to do that 
it's pretty grounded, I would say. And uh, I just think people won't appreciate it the way it should be, but I could be wrong. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So what was your favorite scene in the movie? Well, the favorite scene was like when they, um, trying to think. So it was after they were going to get Rick flag. So they found Rick flag. They're going there. <laughs> and then, and then they go and kill all these people that they think are bad guys. Because, I forgot Waller about tells them already. Yeah, Waller says, "Oh, these these guys are they're heavily armed. Like these are kill on sight, no questions asked." And so that's what. And then of course, that's you know Peacemaker and uh, Bloodsport. They've been going at it, so they walk through this place and just destroy everybody. And then they get to Rick Flag, and he's just hanging out with the uh, resistance leader. I forget the woman's name. Uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, she plays but, the same character in like every movie. Yeah, right. I was gonna say she was in Predator. She was in New Mutants, and I think they're all the same character. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but that was probably my favorite scene, just because Dude. the way they were killing people, and then the way that the like quirky, you know, back and forth between Peacemaker and Bloodsport was, and then you get to see like right off the bat, King Shark grabs a guy and eats him because he's hungry, and that's how he kills people. Basically, um, that was the best scene, or my favorite scene. That is definitely the best scene in the entire film, but I forgot about it and I didn't choose it. Uh, dude, that, that scene is really, really fucking funny. I can't wait for that scene in particular to just be on YouTube so I can watch it. I guess I could go watch it on HBO Max as well. Yeah, so you can watch it. Uh, my favorite scene was the camera panning on Peacemaker's helmet as him and Rick flag fight towards the end. That was uh, very cool. Yeah, I, I am a sucker or anything innovating or different when it comes to camera work. I don't know why, but cinematography is just always fucking sick. And this type of scene was really, really cool. Over the top, well done. Like I, I loved it so yeah. much. It's very short, very, but it's sick. I actually completely forgot about that, but it's very short. It's like, what, 10 seconds? Maybe? Yeah, maybe, it's, maybe it's, 15. Just but, yeah. what they did to do that scene and how they did it was very cool. The cinematography in the movie was very good. And now that you bring that up, I remember in the beginning, once they get on the beach and then some of the characters die, and then they get to this team two. I think it's during the credits, they kind of they kind of zoom in on each person and then kind of yes. like the cameras and then kind of zoom out of the person, each each person that's died. So yeah. the cinematography was definitely well done. Even like the, the scene that I talked about where they're killing all the resistance people, but they thought they were villains. Um, that was done well too. Just kind of, it was like a kind of a flow, if I remember correctly, some of it. They Not probably could have made that a one-shot scene, like right Not before they walk up. Yeah, that would have yeah. been insane. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think those are two, those are two very good scenes that stand out. Mm-hmm. Like, they're phenomenal scenes. And, uh, you know, they're a testament to the movie being fresh, but not being fresh. Like, it's it's just something that I think you, you're going to get a lot when you watch the film is you've seen this before in other films sprinkled around, but this movie brought it all together and made it its own thing. Um, yeah. I think they did a really good job. So we basically already talked about our general thoughts on the movie, but I had a question for you and it's not necessarily like one is one has to be better or like the other one sucks, but I still put guardians. One is better in my opinion, but James Gunn, and his whole crew, obviously, there's people that work with him on these films that he has people he's working with and people that get added on from the studio. 
but uh, it's still his brainchild, I would say. It's pretty obvious it is. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 versus The Suicide Squad? Uh, two uh, different sets of characters that no one really gave, gave a shit about unless you read the comics. I mean, mm-hmm. I know people probably don't like hearing that, but it's just the truth. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, no one fucking... Anybody who's an MCU fan didn't know about those characters until the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So yeah, high James, yeah. yeah. So James Gunn brought these characters to life. And uh, in your opinion, which one do you like more? And what are what are some things you notice? So like one of the things we already talked about is him bringing Groot to life. Well, he did the exact same thing with King Shark in but honestly better ways than I could have imagined. But you know, spot on. Uh, how do you compare the two in your opinion or in your mind? Um, I'd have to watch guardians one again. <clears throat> I mean, obviously I've seen it a lot, but uh, I, the one thing that stood out to me, if you were thinking of both of those movies, well, I guess two things is what you said, the way that he did his digital characters, be whether it be it uh, rocket and Groot or King shark and Weasel. And he did a very good job, obviously, again, like you said, with his team. The other thing that stood out was just the music. You know, and, and then in Suicide Squad, it was not only the score, but also the songs used. Um, I don't have like a track list or anything, so I couldn't tell you what was what. But I think that definitely stood out. It was like, OK, well, he kind of definitely I don't want to say maybe he learned from Guardians. Um doing those movies but you could tell he sprinkled that in pretty much throughout the whole movie and um, made it work properly but if i was to like think of like which one i liked better i'd probably stick with guardians just because well i don't know man it's kind of tough because suicide squad is very good It'd be rough i'd have to watch guardians again like today or something and really give you a good opinion on that it's a toss-up but that's what's cool about this is like, um, you know, sorry, my, I'm trying to turn off sounds on fucking Discord. I don't know how this stuff goes off all the time if I turn it off. Anyways, that's why it's fun to bring it up is because, you know, I think there's a lot of people like our own brother, Chris, our older brother. He's so against seeing this film. And it's like, dude, no, like this, this film stacks up with you know, James Gunn is other films. Uh, what's the other film he did with Nathan Fillion? Um, Slender or uh, Slither. Slither. Like that's a fucking good film, man. That is a yeah. very, very good film. Very different and creepy. Uh, I wanted to go watch it again too, because I saw Nathan Fillion post a picture, you know, thinking, um, Oh God, now it's going off again. Uh, you know, thanking him for being in the suicide squad sorry for anyone who hears those discord sounds i don't know what the hell's going on they go off sometimes and then other times they don't go off it's so weird uh yeah i just think that the movies are comparable in the sense that he brought characters that are uncommon and will make them common names in some households that you know really like this the the hero films or um comic films and I, I just think it's so badass because, like, I didn't know who Bloodsport was. I, I, I knew King Shark because he's in a lot of different um, heroes, you know, uh, comics. Um, Ratcatcher, I didn't know. Polka Dot Man, I feel like I should have known, but I still didn't. Uh, Peacemaker, didn't know. Like, all these characters I didn't know about. And, like, now I'm, like, interested in them. 
probably not going to read their comics, but it's still really cool to see James Gunn bring these characters to life because they're definitely underappreciated if you know, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, he did make a good decision. There is a lot of songs he uses in this film. Uh, Guardians is different because Star Lord literally likes listening to his old uh, mixes. Um, yeah. but I feel like the score was really involved too, and it was a very good score, of course. Um, so I kind of appreciated that a lot that he didn't like. I mean, I, I feel like he didn't you know, rely on the songs to do everything for him in terms of atmosphere, but like you said yourself, the ones he did use were very fitting. Um, towards the scene that they were involved in. Uh, I still say guardians one is better. uh, Just because I knew all those characters, the guardians, but I didn't know much about them. And uh, at that time, I mean, that movie, it was stacking up against, I think winter soldier was already out by the time guardians came out. You already had iron man one, of course. And so the fact that Guardians can come out and immediately stack up to those films in terms of like my personal favorites, like it, it was really cool and refreshing um, and different. It was so different. So it's cool to see him do that with the DC uh, universe. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you would have changed uh, that happened in the film? Anything at all? Um, just the one thing I kind of already brought up was just kind of, not killing everybody at the same time so quickly. Okay. Um, I think that, and then maybe keeping Captain Boomerang. I mean, I'm okay if they kill them. I, maybe just use them a little bit more. I just feel like because, well, I guess they're all, you know, some of them are you know, higher paid actors. I guess I just think about it like that, sadly. But I feel like Jai Courtney was, I mean, he was even promoting it. You know, you didn't really see like, Nathan Fillion or Pete Davidson, like they might've been promoting it on like their Instagram, but they weren't getting interviews. Jai Courtney was on interviews and stuff. So maybe they just did that as like a ploy to keep people off the scent or anything like that. And like, Oh yeah, no, he's going to be in the whole film. Like, no, then he dies real quick. So I think just maybe spreading out the deaths a little bit, maybe would be the only thing I would change. Otherwise I can't really, I couldn't really think of anything else that I would like, for sure, yeah. Nope, got to change. You know, so. Uh, mine was still Rick Flag dying. I was, I'm really butthurt that he died, but at the same time, like Idris Elba was becoming the leader. You know, they they kind of, I would say, gave gave it away a little bit if you look back at it that they were so focused on making Idris Elba the leader of the Suicide Squad. It just, um, it kind of sucked, but uh, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Characters die. You know, it, it um, it's just that actor. I I, don't, I feel bad. I'm forgetting his name. Do you remember his name, Eric? Robocop. Oh, Joel Kinnaman. It is Joel Kinnaman, right? Yeah. Um. Hey, your camera's back. That's random. Um. I just, dude. I to, I recommend to everybody go watch Altered Carbon season one, where Joel Kinnaman is the main character. It is. It is insane. I just think that dude's come a long way. Because I thought in Suicide Squad 1, he was just like a walking cardboard. Uh, just, I don't know, not much going on there. But uh, yeah, man, this this film's really good. Um, my last question before we wrap this up 
is does this make you excited for the future DC film? So you have probably another Wonder Woman, maybe. I don't know. The last one actually was pretty bad. Um, you have uh, Flash, the you know Flashpoint saga or um, Flashpoint thing. Uh, you have the Bat. Yeah, thank you. You have the Batman coming out, Robert Pattinson. And I think they did confirm Joker too with uh, Walking Phoenix. I don't know. That's 100%. Pretty sure it is though. Um. And then Superman with Michael B. Jordan or whatever they're doing with that. Uh, like, like uh, where, do, where do you sit right now with DC? Well, not that the it's one not problem... comparing it to Marvel because they can never be compared anywhere at this point. It's done. Well, the, that's kind of where I was going with it. But the, the one thing I have an issue with is like Joker. Okay. But like, I, it wasn't like my favorite movie, but it was really good. Right. But it, they've also said like, oh, it's not really part of the universe. Okay. The Suicide Squad, very good. Where does it stand in the universe? Yeah, you know, Wonder Woman. I didn't really like the first one. The second one was worse. Um, you know, I am kind of excited to see a trailer for Flashpoint, that story, whatever they call it, because of Michael Keaton and and I actually like um, Ezra Miller as the Flash. Uh, so that one I would be interested in. But does this movie solely make me more interested in the DC universe of in and of itself? Not, not no, not really. Okay. The Batman looks fucking cool, but again, where does that line up with everything else they've got going on? So that would be my biggest thing for them is like they're not consistent in their storytelling. Whereas, but I guess they're kind of doing it ass backwards. You know, MCU that was what they were doing they made this character sprinkled a little bit of this and some story into that and then they did the next movie and did the same thing here's a kind of a new character and just continued moving it along but they stayed true to the story and the timeline where and then now you've got like a loki where they can just branch out and have all these other timelines now dc has well, not done anything like that so well that's what flashpoint is it it creates the multiverse so that's why we're going to have okay, some like batman's yeah so they're basically cool. skipping straight to what if right right so we'll which see. is very we'll cool we'll see what happens but so basically because of flashpoint like christian bale can come back you can literally mm. have every single batman that's alive come back if they really wanted to um so it's going to be very interesting to see what they do i think what if they were smart they would do like make these movies that you have in production right now and then stop and then do the injustice storyline from the nether realm games mm-hmm. the those games are dark as fuck very sick like you know uh the joker kills lois so superman kills the joker and basically becomes the villain it's so funny how their poster boy is better a villain than a hero mm-hmm. and um because he's more terrifying because he's so powerful um and Injustice did a really good job of that. You know, Batman built his own kryptonite armor, and because of that, can go toe to toe with Superman, and just other things that happen. Um, it, it's just very sick, man. And uh, they are making an animated movie. They are bring, putting it oh, in production. Yeah, so they are doing Injustice. I just wish it was live action, but I'm excited to see what they do. Um, I mean, does know, the like, Suicide Squad movie make you more interested in DC stuff? It makes me more interested in what James Gunn can do with it, with his directing career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess yes and no. 
because uh, I, I think they actually do want him to do other films for them. Um, I think I saw an article about that. I'll have to double check after this because, well, you know, if it's real, it's cool. If it's not, well, oh, well. Um, well, I mean, he did do, I was just watching something and there is an eight episode series of The Peacemaker coming to HBO Max in January. Oh, okay, yeah. He not only wrote it, and John Cena is obviously in it, um, but he also directed five of the episode, five of eight of the episodes. So, got it. He's already working on stuff prior to the Suicide Squad, right? So it's like, what if I James mean, Gunn becomes their Kevin Feige? You know, like let him do all yeah. like the John Favreau and Dave Filoni. You know, like let him. Well, that's do what this. they need. They don't have a damn. They had uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he really wasn't doing anything. And then Zack Snyder, but he had his family tragedy, Amen. and they kind of cut him out. I feel bad for his family, but that dude sucks at directing. <laughs> his movies suck. You know, fucking Army of the Dead. Man, that movie pissed me off. You want to talk about a movie where they shouldn't have fucking killed everybody? That fucking movie. Mm, yeah. Like, li- literally everyone dies at the vault. And the chick that kind of likes Dave Batista literally gets her head snapped all backwards. I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah. Like, I thought fucked up. it was because, like, they were writing the story to where, like, it could have made sense for most of them to get out. Like, it didn't have to be, they all had to die. Mm-hmm. Not every, not every fucking Zack Snyder film. Everyone has to die and shit. But whatever. I'm still about her. He killed Rorschach. Son of a bitch. Yeah, me too. <sighs> Anyways, Anyways. enough topic. <laughs> yeah, we are. I am excited for the future of DC. I think they're starting to learn their lesson very slowly but surely. Uh, I think the Batman and Robert Pattinson looks great. I know people are really against it. I don't know why. Like the whole Twilight shit is so stupid. That guy's proven time and time again. He's a very good actor. Um, I thought the Joker was cool, but I'm in the same park as you were like, it's cool. I don't know where it fits in the DC universe, but I also kind of don't care. I I actually would have liked it to just be left alone to the imagination because at the end he starts the riots and literally becomes the Joker to the fullest extent. Mm -hmm. So you can probably just imagine what happens there. And that's cool. I don't know. Um, The Flashpoint. Uh, storyline is there's a animated film you guys can watch on it's probably on hbo max actually uh it's very sick uh it's a very cool storyline i just don't know how it's going to stack up in live action so we'll see what happens but if done right it can open the door to some pretty crazy stuff to be honest um but that's it so suicide squad's great eric what are you rating suicide squad nine out of ten for sure same nine out of ten very, very, I couldn't agree with you more. I think there's the just a couple great. little things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just think the movie is fantastic. It's so much fun. I enjoyed it so much yesterday. I didn't look at my watch. I wasn't worried about when the movie was over. Um, I had a really good time. Whether you're out watching this on HBO Max or Max uh, or the theaters, you're going to have a good time. Uh, just understand that this film is different and for the better. But it's a it's a solid nine out of ten, not even questionable in my opinion. Um, people can bring up plot holes, but like I said at the beginning, it doesn't really matter for this kind of film to me, you know, personally. Um, yeah, just the sound, cinematography, casting, directing, writing—it made me really happy, man. I wanted this movie to be good, and I'm and I'm so glad it was. Uh, all these comic characters really deserve the spotlight that they got, even the ones that died in the beginning were still cool enough to see for the few moments they were in it. So. Yeah, 
Definitely. Um, yeah, I would stick with the nine, nine out of 10 for sure. There's just, like I said, a couple little things that I personally would have rather had seen, but nothing that makes me, you know, take the movie down too many pegs or anything like that. Um, I'm going to watch it again while I have it on HBO max, probably sometime this coming week. And, um, and then I'm excited to see peacemaker the show. So, yes, yes. Yeah. Cause like, like you said, when, like we talked about John Cena did a lot better. His acting was better probably because his lines were better. Um, and they actually, and he actually cares about this character, which makes me feel better about it. Uh, plus he was just kind of badass. Though. He's kind of a dick, but he was pretty badass. There could be dicks all over this beach and I'll, I'll suck them all. <laughs> if, it, if it means I'm saving or it was something, if, something about freedom and liberty. Liberty. It's so fucking Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ratcatch yeah, is so. like, why would there be a bunch of dicks on the beach? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just good stuff. Well, Eric, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm so glad to be talking about movies again. We have a lot to talk about, retro games, movies, and a future type of episode we're going to be doing on here uh, to really change things up. But uh, thank you so much, man. And uh, do you have anything to say before we close this out? No, man, that's it. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to being on the next one. Sounds good. Well, thank you for being on. Everyone else, have a good day, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.